What's good, everybody? What's good? It's your boy Cinco. And you tapped in with the Synergy solo episode, man. It's episode four. Um, I'm very excited to record this episode because this was just a idea that I had. I just wanted to record a solo episode and just talk to, you know, talk to y'all about a few things, man. Um, well, first and foremost, I just want to thank everybody for just tuning in every episode. Whether you tuned in or not, you know what I'm saying? You see my post, you don't. I appreciate everybody to follow this energy on Instagram because I'm still building my platform, still working on being more consistent, and I'm still working on getting more interviews. So um, this is, you know what I'm saying, a chance for me to just show y'all more of me, you know, my background and just my everyday journey with DJing and producing and all of my endeavors, you know what I mean? So this episode, um, I want to talk about key things that I've learned as a DJ and I'm still learning to this day, still executing and I'm always constantly pushing myself to make sure that I improve on these key things. Number one, be an asset, not a liability. Y'all done heard that before, you know what I'm saying? As a DJ, as a producer, or even in life in general, you done heard people tell you, be an asset and not a liability. You know what I'm saying? Liability costs you money, it costs you time, and it costs you things that you don't want to spend. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's something that you really don't want to deal with. Like, you don't want to become a liability to anybody, even as a DJ. You don't want to be that person that you always need something, Um, you always... You know, right, let me you let me you know what I'm saying. Uh, let me uh or you know I don't I don't have all my music. Let me you know what I'm saying. You 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 causing issues. You know what I'm saying. But specifically being an asset, not a liability during DJ gigs. So what that looks like is basically you come to a gig and you don't need anything from them. If they say, oh, you need a table. Oh, do you need a chair? Do you need? No, I got I got. I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? That's how you be an asset. When you when you come perform and you ready, you got everything you need. You don't have to ask the venue for anything specifically that you know you should already have as a DJ. That's when you become an asset. You know what I'm saying? If even if there's someone else that you're DJing around, they might be a friend of yours that's also a DJ. You might want to be an asset to them. You know what I'm saying? They want to provide extra cables or extra cords. And I don't, I'm not saying that. You know, being a liability isn't a bad thing. Or I'm sorry, I'm not saying that being a liability is a bad thing. It's just because everybody starts somewhere. So you may not see yourself as a liability or, you know, but in a moment you're still learning. You know what I'm saying? So in a moment you could be a liability. I was definitely in that position where, you know, I was a liability to a lot of people and I needed that extra help. But I got to the point where I've, I've learned how to become an asset in the field and off the field, whether that means um, if I can't provide DJ cables or something that I can send you a fire playlist, all the songs you need, you know what I'm saying? That's how you become a liability. If a DJ come to you and be like, hey, you know what I'm saying? I've been rusty. Um, I need some music. You know what I'm saying? Hook me up with something, just a, just a playlist. I'm going to send it. Send it to him. You know what I'm saying? Become an asset. You know what I'm saying? Become an asset. If you go to a, a, a venue and you DJ and they need something, extra microphone or whatever, like, you want to take as much pressure off of the person that booked you as possible. 
You don't want to be coming to them saying like, oh, hey, hey, do you guys have an extra attention cable? Because I forgot my, or you're a liability at that point. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're a liability. You don't, you don't want to do that. Be an asset. You know what I'm saying? Come to a, come to a DJ gig ready, prepared. You know what I'm saying? You, you want to come with everything that you know you're supposed to have. That's what I've learned. You know, it took me a while to get to that point where I felt like I was more of an asset. And when you know you're an asset, you can feel it. Like you don't like you 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 can feel that when you when you when somebody hits you and they need something and you know you can be dependable and you can come through you're an asset at that point you know what I'm saying you bring value to the people around you and the events that you DJ like you have more to offer that that makes you an asset so come ready all the all the new DJs man come ready come prepared you know what I'm saying you never know what what they gonna require of you. But you got to be prepared, even if you rent equipment, you know what I'm saying? Which, you know, is never a bad thing, renting equipment or renting something that you don't own at the moment, but you want to have that ready. You don't want to get to the gig and you asking them for stuff that they, they're looking at you like, why would I have, you a DJ, right? You should have that. Why am I, because you never know. They're going to look at you like, why would I give you something that you're supposed to have? I don't have tape. I don't have tablecloth. I don't have that. Now, unless they provide it, I feel as though, even if they provide it, you just want to bring it. You just want to be ready. You know what I'm saying? Just just bring it. So, yeah. Number two, exercise your why. Exercising your why is, is a major thing as a DJ because there's times, you know what I'm saying, where, you know, it can get rough. It can get slow. You're not DJing. You know what I'm saying? You're at home. And then when you DJ, you know, you might be rusty. You might Your transition is weak. Song selection ain't the best. But... When you exercise in your why, you don't trip about the small things. You focus on the bigger picture. Now, when you're DJing, this this is what that looks like. What I've worked on is practicing smiling more when I'm DJing. Like I'm not thinking about what the crowd is is, is trying to hear. I'm working on smiling. I'm 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 filling myself with joy, so that way I'm not, you know what I'm saying. I, I'm not forcing myself to live to an expectation of other people because. I'm in, I'm genuinely enjoying this moment. I'm DJing. I'm providing the sounds. You know what I'm saying? They trust me to do this event. That's why I was booked. So me smiling is me reassuring myself that I belong here. When you're doing that, that's how you know you you are successfully exercising your why because you're not thinking about everything else that has nothing to do with your performance. You know what I'm saying? Whether they like you, whether they're kicking it, I'm smiling. I'm, mm, hey. You know what I'm saying? I'm kicking. I'm like, ooh, I played up. Like, ooh, I played. that's hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's when you, man, that's when you know you exercising your why because it's going to be so many things, you know what I'm saying, in the DJ journey that, you know, it's going to knock you off your pivot. It's going gonna, it's gonna to make you DJ and you look up, they ain't even kicking it. You like, your whole mood change. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. So when you practice, when you exercising your why and you practicing smiling more during these events, like, you ain't thinking about nobody else. And that takes so that take, man. Listen, been DJing for a while, and I can't tell you that every event I've smiled the whole time. At I've been frustrated, I've been down, all that. But when you practice smiling more, and you feel yourself with that joy and that reassurance that you know you belong there, and you are doing what you're supposed to be doing. Somebody listening, somebody feeling that energy. They they feeling that joy that you. People can see that. You know what I'm saying? Like I think that. You know, when you put glasses on, hats on, all the extra stuff when you DJ, and it's like 
people can see right through that. You know what I'm saying? Practice smiling while you DJ, and you're going to see a difference. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, like, when you DJing, you, 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 you challenging yourself to, like, you're basically creating your own personal goals, like, aside from what everybody else wants you to do. You want to you want to execute something else. You already didn't say, okay, I'm about to play 15 hip hop songs, and I'm gonna also figure out how I'm a how I'm a um, transition into Afrobeat. That make you smile, and you know you're doing that. That should make you smile. If they don't like it, they don't like it. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that you should just be practicing live in front of them so you can mess up. Like nah, but like if you know that you have executed that small goal of working on transitioning or doing something specific that you've set before you had that gig, like, smile. You know what I'm saying? Clap for yourself on the, in, on the inside. Like, you did that. So, you know, that's another one. Number three, um, I've learned to, you have to expand your network. And what that looks like is basically you just showing up. You know what I'm saying? And I'm still learning this. I'm still executing this to this day, but you have to show up. You know what I'm saying? You have to expand your network, like, with anything. You know what I'm saying? Whether you... You trying to get a new job or whatever, like you have to expand it. You have to get to know more people. Be around these people. Don't be afraid to communicate. Don't be afraid to, you know, offer free services. Offer something to these people. Which which plays back into number one, being an asset, not a liability. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to have something to offer. But which brings me to number four, man. Um invest in yourself. Number four is invest in yourself. And that process is so simple. Like, people overcomplicate that process, and it's not hard. When I first got into it, man, I financed my first speaker through a guitar center. Shout out to Guitar Center, man. Um, yeah, I financed through them. I got approved for a credit card through them. I mean, I don't – I wouldn't tell you to get it. I mean, you know what? Forget that. Because people overcomplicate even just getting credit cards. Like, it's such a bad thing. Like, sometimes you have to make that sacrifice because, first of all, credit is credit is power. You know what I'm saying? You financing a speaker, which is something you love to do, which will ultimately allow you to increase your limit to finance more things that you're going to need to make the process easier, rather than have to buy out all the equipment. And it's going to boost your credit. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know why people overcomplicate that anyway. So finance a $350 speaker to JBL 15 uh, two-way. I had that. I had one speaker. Cool. Bought a, bought a DJ stand. Cool. Then I ended up buying another JBL 15 two-way, like two months down the line or something like that. So I already had that one. That one While I had that one speaker, I was still renting equipment because that's just the one that I had. So I had a plug on a rental. You know what I'm saying? Easy. Then I ended up buying that other one. Now I got two speakers, so I'm good. I ain't got to rent no more. I got And I bought you know two DJ stands off of like Craigslist. Which is still under a thousand for two speakers and two stands. You know, people spending you know fourteen hundred dollars on two speakers. You don't need to do that. Finance you a speaker. You, well, first of all, step one: you get approved for a credit card from Guitar Center or somewhere that allow you to buy equipment. There's so many different lenders that will allow you to finance equipment. Obviously, because they want money. But as a creator and a DJ, like that's a plug. That's a plug for us. Especially if you ain't got no credit, you can do that. So you ain't got to put no money down. Maybe the taxes. $300. You got approved for that limit. Boom. Or let's say it's, oh, so I got approved for $500. So my approval was $500. So $500, this speaker, $350. Boom. Got $350 on my credit limit or $300, $350 on my credit that I just used 
and in the, in the speaker stand. So that's 400. That's done. I ain't had to spend that at all. Later down the line, bought me another one. That was 350. So I only spent 350 for two speakers, basically. You know what I'm saying? And then I bought me a speaker stand off of uh, Craigslist. I had that one, had that one, and then boom. So that's, like I said, bro, that's under a thousand, under eight hundred dollars for two speakers. I mean, which is still under, yeah, because seven hundred for two speakers, that's that's a good deal. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it can be simple. It ain't gotta be that. I know I'm talking in circles, but I promise you, if you know, you know. Um, and even with that, you can buy a. a a Behringer, you know, a five-channel mixer, you know what I'm saying? And you got your extra cables, you got the XL, two XLRs going to the mixer. Like, it's simple. But you have to invest in yourself. I learned the hard way, you know what I'm saying? I was renting equipment for a long time. And, you know, to this day, like, still have to rent every now and then and rent equipment because you might not have the speakers that you might need for an event. You may have two speakers that aren't loud enough to execute a 600 person event you know what i'm saying so you are you're gonna have to do that there's nothing wrong with that now if you're gonna invest in yourself and even if you just want to rent equipment what i've learned over time is to charge enough to where whatever you whatever you have to pay to rent equipment you're getting that back and you're getting your rate plus that so if you're renting equipment you know what i'm saying for Let's say you got a you got a, a a plug or whatever, and he charging you two hundred. You get you get two two speakers, two stands, and a ten channel mixer and all the cables for two hundred hours, and you're doing a four hour event. So what you must do, if you want to do this to make that money back, this is what you can do. Let's say you charge two hundred an hour already. Two hundred times four is eight hundred. So you you want eight hundred for this event. 250 times four, that's a thousand. A thousand minus 800 is 200. So not only have you have made that money back that you have rented, you've also made your rate. You know what I'm saying? A lot of y'all might already know this, but like I said, I learned this the hard way. And this this goes into that investing in yourself because you can still, you know, find ways to finesse the process or whatever until you're at a point where you can. But thinking that way is good because not only will you make that money, but you're also covering that rental and you can use the money you're getting to pay for more equipment. You see what I'm saying? So it's like it can work out in all different ways. So, you know. Um, which brings me to my last point, which is be about your business. Be about that business, man. You know what I'm saying? Be about that business. Um, you know, being around the people that I was around back home. And learning about DJ contracts and like DJ agreements and learning how to do deposits and everybody has their own way of executing business. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, everybody has their own way. Um, so if you charge a deposit, man, charge a deposit. Don't be scared. You know what I'm saying? If you if you charge in a deposit up front and you put that in the agreement, then do that. Be about that business. If you say okay. This is how much it's gonna be. I'm gonna put it in paperwork. You go, you gonna, you gonna sign it. You gonna keep it. Be about that. You know what I'm saying? Because one thing I learned at first when I was DJing, it's just like, it's people that don't understand how much time you put into DJing, and they want you to 
bring down that rate or they want you to have to compromise how much you know you're worth so they can afford you. And that's not fair to a creator. It's not fair to anybody. Why would you want to tell somebody to compromise their business so you can afford it? You know what I'm saying? Or compromise the price of their services so you can afford it. That's not fair. And people will sit and say, oh, y'all need to start, you know what I'm saying? Them be the same people that do hair or something or, 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 or they cook. You know what I'm saying? They're a chef, personal chef, and they're telling you to, you know, change your prices so they can, so they can, so it can, it can appease them. Like that ain't fair. You know what I'm saying? Be about that business, though, man. If, wherever you're dealing with a promoter, you know what I'm saying. You dealing with uh, somebody older than you, younger than you. Um, be about that business and keep it the same way. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Don't treat like especially you, man. Listen, I done had people, you know, not even just family, but like people try to take advantage of. The relationship, you know, they had with me by telling me, oh, well, I can offer you this and offer you that. If you if you at a point where you're you're being offered things that are that aren't really of value, then don't do it. You know what I'm saying? Don't do it because it's not fair. You put in a lot of work. And you don't deserve to be cheated out. your, you know, what I'm saying cheated out your business like you don't deserve that. So, um. DJ to DJ, you know what I'm saying? Y'all, these are five things that I've learned, still learning as a DJ. You know, be an asset and a liability. Exercise your why. Expand your network. Invest in yourself. And be about that business. Those are five things I've learned as a DJ. And I hope that that those things inspire y'all, man, to keep pushing, keep going, and make y'all game tighter and give y'all more and more synergy, man. So until next time, man, until episode Cinco, episode five is coming soon. This is episode four of the Synergy Podcast. Um, I hope everybody out there tune in. More episodes coming soon. Follow me on the YouTube. I said follow me, but subscribe to my Apple Podcast, man. The Synergy, T-H-E-C-Y-N-E-R-G-Y, and um, Synchonomy on YouTube. S-I-N-C-O-N-O-M-Y, man, the Synchonomy. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Let's get it. What's good, everybody? The Synergy is about shedding light on the creator's perspective of music and music entertainment. So if you are someone that loves the craft of music, you will find us very inspiring. And this will also be a huge source of education to all the students of the game, including myself. So make sure you tune in every episode because you'll only hear these perspectives of DJs, producers, songwriters, and more right here on The Synergy. And I am your host, Desenko.